I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have as yet discovered. I'm a superhero, Mama. A real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become the hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. Yay, October! I love Woo. fall, and it's finally here. Woo! And it's hit like a... <sighs> Sledgehammer this year. Holy yeah. cow. Oh. No Indian summer this time. No. Well, <laughs> I'm still hoping for a little bit of it, but man, it's like looking at the forecast, I'm like, it's going to drop down into the 30s. And I'm like, wait, wait, we go from 95 to 30. I knew that was going to happen. I knew it. Yeah, you live in Colorado, dude. <sighs> but you know what? I still love my fall. But we're going to talk about that in a minute because uh, I got I got a nerd about fall. I got a nerd out about it. Oh, this episode is going to be a little bit different as we're going to be talking a little bit more about my personal experiences from the last week rather than our normal just nerding out on topics. I mean, of course, we still have a few of those as well. I think these are going to be some good stories with some great value in ways that I hope will bring you joy, encouragement and a great end to your week or start to the weekend, depending on how you want to look at it. So let's rock it. All right, here we go. Uh, I'm, I'm going to crank the bass here. Ready? Ready? Here you go. This one's for Patty Spivet and her newer car. Yeah. Can you can you hear her coming blocks away. Yeah. Oh, she was so excited. She's like, I tested out my new stereo with The Real Brian Show, and it was amazing. I love good sound. People next to her are like, who's that chode talking on her stereo too loud? <laughs> Yeah, over there, you know, uh, that's all I heard is the real Brian. What kind of an idiot is that? Well, uh, well, guess who you are? I'm Captain Influence, and nobody listens to me. How uh, ironic. Yeah. So should I say <laughs> that the real Brian show is the show that nobody's talking about? And you're not even real. No, that's true. I'm, a, I'm like a figment of your imagination. Life's full of ironies. Mm. Folgers mm. isn't real either. So uh, I hope you're not drinking that because that means you would be drinking imaginary liquid. You know, I've I've stepped my game up on the coffee front. Oh, no. and uh, I am I've moved on from Folgers Classic Roast and I am now drinking Folgers House Blend. <laughs> Tastes pretty much the same when you put powdered creamer and a lump of sugar. in it. <laughs> so the I, I really can't tell. The only, the only reason I have it is because they were out of the classic roast at the grocery store. So I, you know, whatever. What's the difference between classic roast and house blend though? I have no idea. Marketers. Marketers. Really? That's, that's it. What it's probably the it's exact marketing. same yeah. thing. Okay. So here's yep. a, here's an interesting story too, for this. I, as you know, love tea in addition to my coffee. And I have a lot of celestial seasonings tea. You know, they're they're local. They're out of Boulder. Um, of course, I love my loose leaf tea more. But some of the celestial stuff is fun. So there's a there are three different types of teas from celestial that I think I think they taste almost exactly the same. And if you look at the ingredients, they're almost exactly the same as well. But one of them, and it started off from the Christmas one, which was the gingerbread. What was it? Gingerbread spice, I think, is what it's called. I don't have it in front of me because it's, you know, during Christmas and it's, it's not Christmas yet. So it's one of those. And then you have Vermont maple ginger, and then you have <laughs> fireside vanilla spice, I think is what the other one is. And if you look at the ingredients and you put them all together, they taste almost exactly alike marketers. Yeah. Give me That's a break. All it is. Oh, 
So maybe I should like do something creative as like, oh yeah, this show, this show is going to taste like a warm cup of Folgers house blend. And then nobody will listen. <laughs> and then next week it's the exact same thing, but I, I'm a terrible marketer. Forget it. I'm just going to stop now. Yeah. yeah if you, and if there are any marketers <laughs> listening to the show, they're like, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And then what they're going to do is they're going to say, I have an idea for you. And I'm going to say, please help me. I really actually do respect marketers because their brains work in a way that I mine just doesn't. You're not that manipulative, Brian. I'm, I'm, I appreciate that about you. Yeah. You're right about that because one of the things that I've found interesting is when I try to market something, it's like, I want to be honest about it. Well, the problem is, is that honesty doesn't always sell. <laughs> right. That's or the first thing they'll teach you in marketing school. I know. And that sure. was, that was one of the reasons that I originally didn't go into business is because I had a real problem with some of that stuff. And then I went into, you know, ironically public relations granted public relations is still supposed to present on the facts, just not all of them. And then I had a real problem with that too. And I'm like, I just can't do this stuff. I got to do something different. But you're and, right. I, and I apologize. I apologize if I'm bashing marketers. I can't help it. I'm sorry. I don't think you're bashing marketers. I think you're. Oh bashing, yes, I am. Well, but hold on. You're, no, <laughs> you, I think you're bashing companies that don't care. They just have a bottom line, and then they hire the marketers to do that. No, no. I'm I'm essentially bashing marketing <laughs> firms, people who are professional marketers, because their vocation is to manipulate and fool people. Okay, not well, just and not necessarily just promote a product. It's to promote a product, and I'm and I'm not speaking for every single marketer. I'm saying the 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 gist of the majority of it is you spin something in a way that will sell it. Sure. And regardless of truth, you spin it in a way that will sell it that isn't blatantly false. I guess, uh, and, and sometimes even then. So I've just I've always had a problem with marketing. I understand it. And I have known marketers that are exactly like you're saying. And in fact, I've been marketed to and I've fallen prey to it. And what they're saying is not, like you said, false or untrue, but what they're marketing is only what a extremely, extremely small percentage of people will experience, whether that be, you know, if you come and you pay for this training course, you're going to learn this and you're going to do this. Well, the reality is, is less than one to 3% of the people that find buy their course and go through their course will ever achieve that level of success. So they're marketing something that happened with one or two people out of thousands, right? So it's not untrue, but it's very misleading. But the other thing is like the same thing with Facebook, you know, they're, they did that huge, huge marketing rebranding back during the NBA finals and stuff like that. I think it was March madness and NBA finals. They were pushing this whole thing. We've made a lot of mistakes. We've abused people's privacy. And so what we're going to do now is we're going to bring it all back to what Facebook was originally founded on, which is communication and connecting with people, which, by the way, hasn't happened. (laughs) So they're lying. They're flat out (laughs) lying because they just want your money. And it is PR. Yeah, well, but that's just see. And that's one of the reasons I got out of those those fields is because some people are doing it right. I have marketing friends. And they are marketing it accurately and they are being honest about it. Yes, they're spinning what people want to hear because that's the way it works. And I understand that, but they're not lying about it and they're not holding things back. And I appreciate and you, those people. And I have to say this, Brad, I, I keep meaning to interrupt. I am not indicting marketers as no, individual know. people. The major, I'm assuming the majority of them are perfectly fine individuals who yeah, totally. are, you know, are the same as me, right? Or, or, or you or whoever. But their vocation is the problem I have. Yeah. Sure. 
Well, so even to be fair, you remember the story when I got hit on my bike by that car, his uh-huh. insurance was progressive, progressive insurance. Mm-hmm. They are all about the bottom line. They're all about saving their money. So, you know, they tried to screw me over, even though I was not at fault. As everybody knows, we all know the story. I'm not going to you know share it again. But even as a as someone who owns their insurance, they're going to try to get out of whatever they can too. Something happens, you have a loss. They're going to try to get out of it because that's that's how they make their money. That's their job. Yes, yeah. And so the guy and the that big, is, and the bigger the corporation, like the bigger the insurance company, whether it's whether it's auto or health or whatever, the more they do that. I know. And the guy that was trying to screw me over, he was a progressive insurance agent. The reality yeah. is, it goes back to exactly what you said. The guy's just like us. It's just his job. He probably hates his job. And honestly, if I were him, I would hate my life. <laughs> so, or maybe he doesn't hate his job and he loves screwing people over whenever he no. can't. People do exist like that. And that's too bad. That actually kind of ties yeah. into something we're going to talk about today. But I will say this. Thankfully, I am blessed to have USAA and they are a great insurance company and they mm-hmm. actually are out to help their people. But they're one of few. Yeah, I have them as well, uh, and I have no problems with them. So. Yeah, but I've I've never had a situation like that. So yeah, no, they actually fought for me, and it was really good. So good. good. But anyway, all of that aside, this actually brings up an interesting point, and I wanted to thank the Flash for sharing this tidbit. I sent something out in the Facebook group a couple of weeks ago, and I was basically like, "Hey, brand new episode. Here's the link," and I realized that like three people had seen it. Because it shows you now on the Facebook group, you know, how many people have viewed what you've posted and stuff. And I've noticed that the how many people have seen the posts that I've been putting up lately has declined significantly. You know, normally it's a it's a 60 to 80 percent view ratio for how many people. So, like, you know, you you have a 100 people in your Facebook group, typically 60 to 80 people see it. Right. Okay. Lately, it's been like five people. And, and by the way, I have more, there's more than a hundred in the group, but I'm just saying five people seeing it. And I'm like, okay, something's wrong here. Something's not working. So I posted that, that link and I was like, is anybody, and then I posted another uh, thing later that said, is anybody seeing this? And interestingly, all I wrote is anybody seeing these posts and people said, yeah, I'm seeing them. But even then it was still pretty low of a percentage of people, but it was more than saw that link. So thankfully the flash was doing some, you know, research and learning about podcasting and he found there's a podcast on podcasting, of course, and he found that they had a social media expert that used to work for one of the big social media outlets came on the show and he shared something about Facebook that I did not know. It makes sense though, but something we all need to be aware of, especially if we're trying to promote a podcast or a business or something on Facebook, Facebook wants you to stay on Facebook. They do not want you to leave Facebook, right? Well, that makes <laughs> sense. That's what we all want. We all want people to stay on our websites on our, our podcasts. That's, that, that makes sense. But what they do is if you share a link that is external to Facebook. So if I'm sharing a link to a brand new episode, the Facebook algorithms automatically bury that post. Interesting. Oh, I'm taking a giant shot of folders over that one. Oh, oh yeah. Cow. Yeah. Every single link that I've shared, which is typically just an episode, the views have been pathetic, like two, three, five people ever. And I'm uh, going, what is going on? Well, Facebook's burying it. They don't want anyone to see it because it takes them off Facebook. So I'm going as in it takes them away from their page. Exactly. And, and so now what, but you might be thinking, well, silly. I see links all the time from people. Yeah, because they pay for it. So if I utilize my Facebook page, not the group, 
and I pay, you know, the <laughs> advertising fees that they want me to pay, which of course this is how they make money. Then, oh, well now I'll be seen. But if I don't pay for it, if it's organic, which is what everybody's talking about, you want organic, you know, you write good content and people find it. Well, that's not the way it's working anymore. It's all about money now. So it's, it's kind of sad, but I'm, I'm sharing that as a note to, again, those of you who are trying to promote something, it's probably going to be an unwinnable battle. I've been wanting to get off Facebook for so long. And the only thing that's keeping me there is connection with people. And even then I'm having a hard time with that because again, Facebook is, is allowing people to see what they want you to see only. Sometimes people don't even see it. And it's like, dang, I don't know how to get in touch with these people. So here's what I've decided. First of all, the recommendation for promoting stuff is Twitter and Instagram. I don't know if that's going to stay that way because Facebook <laughs> owns Instagram. So who knows how long that'll be, <laughs> but right. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll try that. See how that goes. I probably will not be reminding you, Hey, there's a brand new show on Facebook anymore because none of you are seeing it anyway. So hopefully you're subscribed to the iTunes store or Google play or whatever. If you're whatever your app is that you're using on your phone, I really do hope you're subscribed to the show because otherwise you're going to miss an episode <laughs> or they'll just figure every Friday they can tune in. Well, that's what I hope with very few exceptions. Yes. Yes. Let's hope for that. I'm going to try some other things. I'm throwing this out again for those of you trying to promote. And then also we have a Slack group, which uh, somebody's like, what's Slack? Slack is essentially, it's a business tool, but it is essentially a group instant messenger. So everybody posts something and everybody can see it. You can privately direct message someone if you want, but it's really nice. You can share videos and music and links and all kinds of stuff. And there's no algorithms preventing you from seeing stuff. It's free. We're going to post the invite link in the show notes. If you want to join, all you need is an email, sign up. It's not hard. One thing I will clarify here is that when you join, it'll say, what is the Slack group? And you're going to enter your email address, which you're not going to do that, but that's your first thought. So don't do that. When it says, what's your Slack group URL? It's real Brian show. Just type that in. That's it. Again, this will be in the show notes. Then now is that all, is that all no, no spaces? Is it real Brian show? All one word one or is word, it real lowercase? Okay. All one yep, word, all lowercase. one word, lowercase. Yep. Then you'll, you'll sign up with your email and, and password and stuff like that. And then you'll get into it. So just FYI, some people are getting stuck at that page where they're going, I don't understand what I'm supposed to type in here. It's real Brian show. And it says the URL Pretty self-explanatory once you get going. But again, that'll be in the show notes. If you want to join, realbrianshow.com is the website. And if you can remember this one while you're driving or running or whatever, realbrianshow.com slash 132 will be the actual show note page where you can go get all these links. You know, to me, I want social media to be interaction, relationship building, having the freedom to share things with others, all of that. Except politics. I was just going to say, what we don't want is (laughs) one-upping each other. Being right, like, hey, look at me, look how awesome I am, and and you know, I'm right about this, and you know, we're not looking for that. <laughs> not interested in that. So in Slack, it's like, let's just be ourselves, be the real us, have the freedom to share whatever you want, no judgment. That's the thing. So the Slack group is gonna yeah. be a very policed in that sense group so that everybody will feel safe, no bullying, nothing like that, just a lot of fun. So yeah. come hang out, please. I mean, really, I want the connection and the communication with people. And if Facebook is blocking what I'm putting out, well, then buy. Let's go somewhere else. So come yeah. to Slack. It's going to be fun. You know, we're, we're on the topic of connection and communication and stuff like that right now. And it's been really interesting the last week, basically, with just some very interesting interactions with people, some stupid and some wonderful. You know what I mean? It's just the way it is, right? That's life. It's funny to kind of just sit back sometimes and just watch people and observe how they're communicating or, or not in this case. 
And it was really comical. I mean, looking back, it was comical. In the moment, I was extremely frustrated. And this person comes in and, and they're basically representing an issue. But I would say almost the entire time that that person was there, nobody was listening. They were just talking. Talk. Everybody was talking at the same time, talking at each other, over each other, interrupting. And it was the funniest thing because one time this person said something and uh, one of the people was just like, oh my gosh, it started freaking out about what that person said. But it was completely wrong. Had nothing to do with that person said. It was like, no, 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 that's that's not what she's saying. That's not what she's saying. Would not stop. I mean, literally just kept amping up and amping up. Went on for quite a few minutes. Dude, that's not what she said. (laughs) Stop talking. Sounds like my mother's side of the family gone. (laughs) And so then another time a question was asked. It was immediately answered. And before the person could finish the answer, the person asking the question interrupted and said, no, 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 but I want to know the answer to this. The other person started to answer again. No, 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 no. I want to know the answer to this. And the person starts asking or answering it again. No, 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 no. You don't understand what I'm saying. I'm like, dude, it's already been answered. Like, <laughs> you're not listening. Shut up. But it's so funny. And I'm just like, okay, this was a great moment of, of learning for me. Well, first of all, I'm curious, is this level of communication or miscommunication pretty normal with people? Because I don't know a lot of people like this personally. For me, my answer is easy. Yes. Uh, Although I don't think it's necessarily the prevalent form of communication. I think everybody's experienced a situation like that or similar to that, whether it's just with their family at Christmas or Thanksgiving. But is it normal? Absolutely. Of course it is. And I think it's probably been similar to that forever. It's unfortunate, though. If this really is a normal occurrence, I can see why wars get started. People get divorced. I mean, I I can totally understand that now. Because nobody's yeah. communicating. And in this specific situation, most of the people were not listening, which case you can't understand anything if you're not listening. I don't know. It's just a That's reminder great. for me to sometimes take a step back. If somebody's trying to say something, listen and ask clarifying questions before you respond, because it's so easy to just jump to conclusions thinking that what that person is saying, you automatically already know, even though you really don't. I have to shout out to my wife in this regard because she has been instrumental in my own development as a better listener because <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was, I was raised in a family, at least on one side of my family, my, my mom's side that where you just talked to, you shouted over each other. We didn't, we don't fight all the time. We just shout over each other and, and, and I, I almost enjoy it. You know, I go there, go see them on holidays, looking forward to a good argument or some <laughs> juicy gossip about other family member, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But my wife has been, she's gotten on me enough about not really listening to her that I've actually started to change my, my ways. So good. Yeah. That's great, man. She's kicking my habits. So my family's not a shouting family by any means. Well, I don't think this is family for me as much as it is personality that, you know, I'm, I'm an extrovert. I'm a talker. Mm-hmm. And especially earlier in my life, I was never heard or listened to, you know, because I was the shy person. Ironically, I was the nerd, you know, I was picked on, bullied, stuff like that. So nobody ever listened to me or ever heard my point. And what was funny is even even in like college and early professional years, I would step back and just pay attention. And then I'd be like, you know, have you thought about this? And they'd be like, ah, you're young. You don't know what you're talking about. You know, shut up and go do your thing and do what you're told kind of thing. Even though I was almost always right, not out of like cockiness, but because I paid attention (laughs) And I realized the situation that they couldn't see because all they were doing was talking over each other was pretty plain because they weren't listening. And so I said, have you considered this? And granted, you know, then I started shouting over them and that didn't end well either. But you know what I mean? 
So yeah. I realized that because I wasn't heard, the only way to get heard was like you said, be the loudest, right? That's not necessarily the best way to do it. And now it's funny. People will come to me and say, man, you're really great at interviews. And, and how did you learn that? And well, that goes back to shutting up and listening <laughs> and asking clarifying questions and being curious rather than just having to have, you know, the, the spotlight, which is a difficult thing to transition to. Not an easy path. Um, and I want to shout out to a few people as well, because this goes along with this is, you know, you go through personal things in life. A few of us know you've been through a hellish few, well, month, month or two recently with some health issues. Yeah, and, and we're not going to belabor it, but I've been having gastric issues since early August uh, that I seem to have gotten over the hump finally. We go good, ahead. Good. I'm glad you're better. Yeah. So, me too. Yeah. I lost 15 pounds. That's see, that's good, man. That's a win. <laughs> In two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Maybe but not yeah. the uh, most ideal way to do it, but Hey, you, you can look at right. it as a, Hey, this is a win. So everything else was a loss, but this is a win. You know, we all go through these personal things and, and, you know, I've had some challenging days in, in the past couple months as well. But what's interesting is, you know, somebody goes off and rants on about long day and which, you know, that's normal. Everybody's, everybody has their, their intense days. What I've found though, is sometimes when I say, man, this has been a tough, tough day, tough week, or, you know, you lose a client or, you know what I'm saying? You, you lose your job or sure. something bad happens. And what I find is there is a number of people that don't respond. They just start talking about themselves and yes. they try to one up you or they just blow you off. And you know what I'm saying? This sort of thing came up many episodes ago where I was on where it was, I basically pointed out that it was, it was a lot of people's way of relating to you is to talk about themselves after you're trying to have them listen to your problems. The way that they in- intuitively try and relate to you is to talk about their own problems. And it sounds like they're just talking about themselves and yada, yada. But on the inside, they're actually trying to relate to you. It's just not coming over well. I would say that's fair. I don't know if everybody does that. I think a lot of people just are so self-absorbed that they don't, they just don't even care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Possibly. And, I, and I'm giving people the benefit of the doubt. Sure, well, no, I think I'm there's also both. interrupting you. No, <laughs> <which> I, is, <laughs> I think there's, and I'm not listening. I'm interrupting. No, no, you're fine. Cause I think that's a fair point. And I think there is both to that. I think there's definitely, uh, there's three types. Let's go with that. So there's the one you mentioned, there's the one I mentioned, and then there's the third type. And I wanted to shout out to these few people. Now this is, specifically been in the last week. So of course there are more people and you're probably thinking, well, Brian, I'm like that. I'm only mentioning four people because this has happened specifically within the last week. You Uh captain influence. Oh yeah. Seven blue seven Lord thunder. And then of course, miss light Sarah, you guys. So when I shared some stuff going on in the last week with, with you guys, you're great examples of people. You listen, you respond appropriately in kind you show your concern you've ignored you you know you acknowledge what i've said and stuff like that rather than what i was mentioning try to one-up me or you know ignore or whatever move on to something else so i i just wanted to say kudos to the four of you i wanted to look to you for as an example and a model for how to respond when somebody shares something personal with you listening and responding appropriately asking clarifying questions and i want to be more like that too as well so that you know, when somebody's telling me something, I'm trying to acknowledge and making sure that they've had a chance to speak their piece, whatever they need to say, and making sure that I truly understand what it is they're saying before I jump into my own stuff. And I'm, I'm great at just talking. <laughs> so 
you know, it's good to well, thank good to, you. Thank you very much for the kudos. I really appreciate thank you. that acknowledgement and uh and I will continue to do so. And I find it very funny that I right before you gave me kudos for that, I interrupted <laughs> <laughs> And I do that. I do that. No, I wasn't I didn't interrupt to talk about myself no, per no, no. se. I just wanted it I just remembered, oh yeah, we talked about that once. Yeah. It's well, still a bad, it's something I should have saved until after you were done talking. No, it's fine because you interrupt with a, by the way, clarifying thought to go along with the discussion, not something that has no relation. So it'd be one thing if you and I were talking, you just said, oh, I got to interrupt you. So by the way, uh, I was at Burger King the other day and this was this great Whopper that I had. And you're like, what, <laughs> what does this have to do with it? That's what I'm talking about. People do that. Like they just completely change the subject and you're going, what? I see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you, you were bringing in a secondary point or a and I, just, I, do that, I do that because I don't want to forget about it. I have this yeah, horrible short term memory. I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, but if I wait another few minutes until you're done talking, then I'll forget what I was going to say anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you may never ever get a chance again because I don't stop. <laughs> this is so funny. I have all of these things that kind of go along with this again, these experiences and, and some of the positive ones. First of all, I want to say thanks to Lord Thunder again for his recommendation of Pizza Rev. When we got Pizza Rev here, we're, you know, we tried it. We love the people. The pizza's great. So this is really funny. Before we went into Pizza Rev just a couple of days ago, I was talking with Sarah Miss Light about not wanting. This is just a conversation in general, you know, like not wanting to back out of getting together with people or let them down, you know, stuff like that. So again, it goes kind of along this whole idea of trying to value community and value people and making sure they feel valued and stuff. And I get pretty amped up about this kind of stuff because, you know, if I have to back out of getting together with somebody, it really, really, really upsets me because I like to be able to say I'm, I'll be there, you know, but sometimes, you know, life just happens and you just, it's just sometimes almost impossible. You know what I mean? So you weren't pulling your hair out like crazy in the last couple months when I had to keep backing out of gaming on the weekend so, because of my health. Yes, <laughs> yes and no, because my second point is I don't enjoy being canceled on. Yeah. which happens a lot more. I don't, than I, I don't blame you. Yeah. Now here's the thing to go to your point, by the way, and I'm, I'm glad you did bring that up because you were backing out because of serious health issues, not yes. because you were just not feeling like it. And Correct. so that, I mean, I was frustrated, not at you, but at the situation. Yeah. And I'm sure you were too. So it's like, Oh, very much. So I, I really missed gaming. Yeah. <laughs> so, I was never mad at you, but I was just like, oh, I wish this would get better for your sake, you know, and I wish we could get back together and hang out. And of course, and you, know, we you weren't on the show very much either, which was a bummer. No, and not so, at all. while I was sick, not at all. Yeah. Well, I mean, just that one time and I was feeling decent that day, but that was like a calm in the middle of the storm. So it was what I mean is that people back out because they've had a quote long day. Well, yeah, who, who hasn't or they're they're oh, they're busy or, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's stupid, stupid reasons. Because the truth is they don't feel like it or they got a better offer. That's the truth. It's not a priority. Understood. When you back out because of, hey, I'm sick and I don't want to give it to you. Totally understood. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I that's why I don't like backing out on other people because, you know, treat others like you would want to be treated. I don't like it. So I don't want to do it to someone else. So I was freaking out like, oh my gosh, I hate back. I had to, we had to back out on someone and I felt terrible. Sarah was saying, you know, probably most people don't care as much as you care about this. And they may not even really quote notice it like you back out and they move on with life. Everything's fine. Who cares? You know, there's the, the out of sight, out of mind thing too, where it's like, for example, I haven't been able to play basketball lately. And so I keep thinking, Oh my gosh, should I let these guys know where I'm at? So they don't worry. But then do they even know? (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, like <laughs> I've been gone. Do they even think twice that I'm not there? Do they care? You know what I'm saying? So I, I think in some situations they probably would care, especially if it was a basketball team that you have been regularly attending with. I, I bet they do care a little more. Well, it's possible. My first thought would be to say, absolutely. They all care. They're all thinking about it and they're all worried and I need to let them know. Not out of like, that's how important I am. It's more of a, that's just what friends do kind of thing. But the reality is, is that I think anymore, that's probably not the case. Now, granted, that's probably sort of a cynical way to look at it, but that's kind of the discussion that Sarah and I were having is that, you know, people probably just don't think twice about it. They're so busy as it is, you know, they're on social media, so they're wrapped up in all the social media interactions that they're having that they probably don't even think twice about the fact that I'm not there. But then again, do they? I don't know. So it depends on the person. We go into Pizza Rev. So there's this girl that works there. Her name's Tara. Shout out to Tara, by the way. And, uh, you know, we, we struck up a conversation a while back and just, hey, what's up? And for whatever reason, she's been very nice. I mentioned her on the show before that she actually remembered our names, which was super shocking. We haven't seen her in a while, probably at least a couple months, if not more. And I was thinking like, Man, I wonder where she's been. Maybe she quit. But she sees thousands of customers. So we get in we're like, oh, Tara, what's up? She's like, oh, my gosh, I was wondering where you guys have been. I've been thinking about you guys. I'm like, what? <laughs> <You're> serious? <laughs> we don't know her that well. Like we know her because we've seen her there and she's helped us. And, you know, we know some basic, basic stuff about her, but it's not like we're hanging out with her or anything. That to be said, first of all, huge encouragement to me personally. I'm an extrovert. I love that. It's a great example of unleashing her superhero because that was a powerful moment for me. But yeah. it reminds me that, okay, maybe people do think about where are you at? How are you? You know, maybe they do care more than you think. Some do. Absolutely. Yeah. So it was a good reminder on that because I, I almost went down the cynical path of just being like, yeah, <laughs> nobody, nobody cares. Uh, that wouldn't be the real Brian we all know and love though. I, well, so I'm glad Tara reminded you that of course there are plenty of that's it's it's the poop in the ice cream brian <laughs> most of the people most people are the ice cream yes. it's just the sprinkles of poop in there that yeah. that make people think cynically about humanity and we have so, to just take those pieces of poop out wash off the ice cream and get down to the cookie dough you just have to eat the ice cream and expect to get the occasional piece of poop in yeah, your mouth yeah, yeah that's uh, that's what you, that's, that's a, a perfect metaphor for life that's a this is a disturbing <laughs> thought, man. <laughs> and I love bringing that up again. Holy cow. <laughs> well, you know, what would be interesting is to get Tara on the show. I don't know if she'd want to or not, but there's she something. Might. In fact, Sarah was even saying like, there's just some, uh, something about her. That's just, what's the word? Like it's a joy. The best thing I could come up with is she has like a joy about her. That, is she bubbly? No, that's the thing. And I, it's exactly what I told Sarah. I said, there are positive people that are super bubbly and you almost feel like they're being fake. Not at all like that. It's this like genuine joy. Yeah. I don't know how else to explain yeah, see, it. The, the people I've met in my life who are bubbly have been genuine bubbly. Like, and it's only been like, I can count on three fingers how many people I've met who have been like that. Yeah. But they were, they were just really always in a good mood, fun to be around. You always enjoyed seeing them because they were like this little light in your life that, and yeah. they weren't really important to you per se, but they were just, when you, when you go to class and that person's there, it's like, oh yeah, such and such is here. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That's true. So you wonder sometimes how, <laughs> you know what I mean? How do you yeah. have that? I mean, of course, way back as you all remember when I had Suzanne Miller on the do a Liz thing, talking about her daughter, Liz, that was Liz. She was truly 
like full of genuine joy all the time. And like whenever you were around her, you walked away better in every Mm -hmm. way. And granted, even as Suzanne said, there were times where she struggled and, you know, she wasn't perfect, of course. Uh, And it's nice to know that those people are human, too. But you start to wonder, what is it about their joy? How? What? You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to know those. I want to know those answers. So that's what I'm saying. It'd be kind of cool to have her on. What makes them the way they are? Absolutely. Exactly. Because, you know, I think. Wouldn't it be great to emulate? Exactly. And, you know, I used to have that. Interestingly. It was like abundant joy. And I was the same kind of way where people are just like, man, don't you ever get angry at anything? Well, you know, life happened a while back and then I had a reason to get upset and angry and cynical and, you know, I got hurt and it sucks. And so now I'm like, how do I go back to that joy? Unfortunately, I can't unlearn what I've learned, but how do I go back to that balanced where it is pure, abundant joy having known what I've known? So I'm not going to be like naive I'm going to understand that people go through things. And so I can understand and, you know, resonate with them, but still have that abundant joy to bring them back out of their, their depths. Yeah. It seems to me it would be difficult to close that Pandora's box of just life experience. It's a worthy quest, if you will, to try and find that attitude and maintain it in a consistent manner. But then again, you're you're growing older and you're getting wiser and you have more experience with people mm-hmm. and your mind spins that experience different ways depending on your mood and whatever. Sure. But I don't know that you can ever truly be just that simple. At, like the, I'm using the word simple, not in any derogatory sense, just simple as, as simple as you used to be in that just positive, always positive outlook on life. Yeah. You know no, what I mean? That's a really good point. I mean, there uh, there's a truth to that where... The experiences have complicated my life. Yes. Yes. However, um, so you're right. I can't go back to that simple place anymore, but I still think that we can simplify somehow. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a, a quote that I heard that I just loved and I'm going to, I'm going to share it in just one second, but I was also thinking like, I've heard the term forgiven, but not forgotten. So the idea that great you know, course song, by the way. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> it is a chord song. Oh, Irish music. So it's a very good. cynical chorus song. We go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm talking about it in a real way. So like, yeah, you, you forgive whatever that is. You forgive the person, you forgive the situation, you forgive yourself, but you don't forget it. And by that, I'm not saying you don't forget, like you hold it over that person right. or you hold it, hold it over yourself, but I'm saying you've learned from it. Exactly. So, yeah. Like you said, the negative experience, you, you don't forget it so that you can learn from it so that you can be wiser. As you said, but you've forgiven that experience so that you're not holding it over whoever. Here's the quote that I just heard. I love it. If you really loved yourself, you would never harm another. And it is a great quote. I don't know how true it is, to be honest. But Well, so at first I thought, what? <laughs> and then I heard it explained a little bit more. So let me explain the, the meaning behind it so that it doesn't take you know the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. So first of all, clarification on harming. So if you really loved yourself, you would never harm another. This harm does not necessarily mean I'm going to go punch somebody or shoot someone or, you know, run them off the road. Or it's not physical necessarily. What it necessarily. means. Yeah, necessarily. What it means is that I'm creating unrest in another person with the intent to, by the way. So I am intentionally creating unrest in another person. So for example, if I'm having a bad day, I might want to make you feel worse so that I can feel better. We've right. That's what bullying is, right? We've done it. Everybody's done it since the beginning of time. That's what I mean. It's like, it's a, it's a Maybe. form of bullying. 
because the intent I is I need to feel better because I don't feel good about myself for whatever reason. So yeah. I, if I put someone else down, I'll feel better. It gives me a, an adrenaline rise, which it does. Let's just be honest, but it's not a good thing. And in the long run, you actually end up feeling worse, but in the moment you feel good. So that's what I mean by the harm. And then the idea is that if you are harming someone, if you're intentionally harming someone, then there is something wrong with us. So we're walling ourselves off. We have armor around our, our whatever's going on. We have hurts. You know, we've got that defense mechanism. The idea is that if we truly, truly love ourselves and care about ourselves, then the natural response is compassion and empathy, which is what I mean. You'll never intentionally harm someone else. So will you accidentally cause unrest in someone? Of course, everyone's going to do that. Not intentionally. We don't mean to. It happens sometimes. But the whole point is, is that if if there's something wrong with me, whatever that may be, then there's a very good potential that I might intentionally try to cause unrest in someone else so that I will feel better. If that makes sense. Yes, it does. That being said, this, this really fascinated me by the way, it was funny cause I mentioned to Sarah and Sarah says, you know, well, isn't loving yourself like that kind of a narcissistic thing. And I thought about it and I was like, well, no, I don't think so because no. narcissists and, and I can say this, I'm not a narcissist, but I have had narcissistic tendencies in my younger years. So I can say this from experience that when I'm being narcissistic to some extent, not as much as some and more than others, it's me trying to cover up something that is wrong. Hmm. So I'm trying to get attention to feel better because I don't feel better about something in my life or whatever. So by being narcissistic, I'm just like, dude, look how awesome I am. Blah, blah, blah. Yada, yada. People praise me. I'm being admired. And well, then I feel good and I forget about what's wrong with me. So I don't right. truly love myself if I'm being narcissistic, if that makes sense. It does make sense. Yeah. So, yeah. So the idea is that if you really loved yourself and, and by that you, I'm content with myself, I've forgiven the stupidities that I've done in myself and I really do care about myself and love myself and I don't want to, I don't want hurt to come to me. Then again, the natural response is compassion and empathy for others. What are your thoughts? It's a, that's so complicated. That's so complex. Um, <laughs> I know. It because, is kinda... because I, I'm a, I'm one of those people who sees the world as a very, as a, as a array of gray, you know, I'm, I'm not a black and white person at all. Like most of my family, I, I'm just, I'm kind of a black sheep. I don't, I see, I just acknowledge that the world is nothing as simple as our psyches wish it was. Sure. And so I know that there are so many exceptions to any rule you can, you can name. My, my essential response to that is I agree with everything you said, at least in principle. I don't have any disagreements with it, but it's so complicated that, that it's hard to say yes. Yep. No, you hit it. They hit the nail on the head. So you're saying it's complicated. However, um, and I and I agree with you. But let's let's take this hypothetically because obviously there's no way that this is possible. Let's say every single person on the face of this planet right now was truly able to love themselves. Everyone, even the people that have committed heinous crimes. Everyone. I I would use the word the term be at peace with themselves more than love themselves because well, okay. that's. To, to really get at whether you love yourself or not, you have to go, go see a psychoanalyst and maybe you'll get to the bottom of it then, or at least your psyche will think that you've gotten to the bottom of it then. I'm just not sure. But I'm um, saying keep it simple in the sense of that. So yes, if you're at peace with yourself, you're content with yourself, you care about yourself, you love yourself. My whole point is, is that 
you know, you've, and you're, you've dealt with your hurts and you've moved on mm-hmm. and you are now moving forward in a positive way. I'm just saying if everybody yeah. in the world was able to do that, I don't think any of us would actually ever harm each other ever again. Like we would that's have possible. utopian peace. I don't think, and again, that's, that's never going to happen. Of course. Of course. But I'm saying oh, yeah. that's my idea is that it could be as simple as that. Some people don't want <laughs> to think that way. People harbor too many insecurities for that to oh, be totally. a reality. And it just, it, it, you'd be a different species if you had that going on. Uh, yeah. It wouldn't be humanity. I, I used to say something a long time ago and I just thought of it is that hurting people hurt people. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, if I'm hurting, I'm hurting you because that's just the way it's going to be. And so bullying begets bullying. It's just what it is. It's like, we're all going to continue to do it. If I get bullied, well, then I'm hurt. So now I'm going to bully someone else to feel better. And it's just this vicious cycle. And, yeah, and bullying, bullying is begat by insecurity, but totally. the insecurity that causes someone to bully, and I'm thinking young people, like mm-hmm. when most bullying occurs. Well, it's geez, uh, it still happens. That's not true. I know, but, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. but I mean when, when most bullying that most of us have experienced has occurred was when we were younger, when, you know, because kids are kids, right? They're, they're just kind sure. of, they can be really cruel. Their brains haven't developed enough. Their psyches haven't developed enough to realize this is why I'm bullying these people. Uh, it's because of this insecurity I have about myself and uh, it gives me an adrenaline rush and that's my defense mechanism. Yep. And then again, I'm not a, I'm not a psychologist, so I'm basing my response on logic and common sense. Kids, they grow up, they reason. What happens though yeah. is that the bullies until they get challenged bully. And then when somebody right. stands up and punches them in the face, they stop bullying. And sometimes they they grow out of that and they look back and go, "Why was I such a jerk when I yeah. was in high exactly. school?" You know, and yeah. and you go to your high school reunion and they're like, "Hey, dude, you know, I'm you know, this hasn't happened to me, but I'm just saying, I could see it happening to a lot of people at a high school reunion." For example, yeah, the the, the school bully comes up to everyone they bullied and said, "Hey, I'm really sorry. I wasn't, you know, I just I just was as young and dumb." And I hope you've forgiven me. And, you know, I, I, I know that happens. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. And, and, and some of them have never been called out for it. So it's not necessarily that the bully has to be called out because sometimes that just doesn't happen. Sure. Circumstances don't, don't bring that to, to be. Some of those people do grow out of that and some of them don't. Yeah. Well, I know. And I think that when people get older, those that do not grow out of it, they know that they might get punched in the face, so to speak. So they hide behind their vehicles and their, you know, computers and their phones. And, you know, they continue whatever, to bully yeah. through something that's a lot, quote, safer. What? I'm always going to complicate stuff like this, Brian. <laughs> I, I can't. It is no, in I my, I it. cannot help but complicate stuff like this. So, yeah. And I appreciate it because what you're doing is you're bringing a balance to, yeah, but this is happening and this is why it happens. So one of the things that we've talked about here so many times on the show, and I know, I know people appreciate this. We are not coming at any of these topics with a, you know, Pollyanna approach saying, oh, this is just going to be perfect. We're just all going to change. It's going to be perfect. Everything's going to be perfect. I'm so excited. It's not going to happen. It's just not, you know, life happens. People are not going to change and it is going to be what it is. But my hope is that we who are part of the show, this community can make it simple in our own lives. So sure, people that are not listening to this show, chodes, right? You know, the only people, <laughs> the only great people in this world listen to the real Brian show. If you don't listen the to the real Brian the unclean, show, they're, the they're un, yeah, unclean mob. The un, infidels, <laughs> unclean commoners. <laughs> the plebeians. Yeah. 
Oh man, muggles, you know? So really, yeah, I, I know in some ways we probably are preaching to the choir here because I think the people truly that listen to the show are, I am bragging. You guys are a step above. Let's just be honest. But I'm saying that if we can simplify the situation, if we can find a way to love ourselves, to care about ourselves, have peace with ourselves, whatever that takes. If you need to go see someone, do it. Counseling's awesome. Find someone that's good and, and work through it. It's it's hard to go through, but man, it's great in the long run, right? Just to get it off your chest. Seriously. That feels so amazing to get stuff off your chest. If you don't have anyone else, you can you can lay stuff out to. Yeah. And yeah. I've said it a hundred times, a thousand times maybe on this show, is that you are valued regardless of who you are, where you've come from, what you've done, what you believe, et cetera. But I'm saying that again and again, because I want people to come to this community and know that they're a part of something and to be able to feel like, you know what? I actually can love myself because the people here love me as well. So like I can feel that I, I, I'm going to make this work. And then guess what? The natural response will be compassion and empathy. Mm-hmm. That's, Oh man, it'd be so awesome. If like everybody on this show just was out and yeah, it's contagious people. It's so contagious. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I'm, <just> sitting here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying anything. No, I, I, anyway, I, I hope that was an interesting discussion because it was just oh, a, it was a so. fascinating comment to me and I really enjoyed hearing about it and also enjoyed talking. And about I hope it, so. I didn't, I hope I didn't ruin it at all because <laughs> you ruined I, it. I can't no, help. I just can't it. help myself. It's just not, the world's just not that black and white to me. I can't, nothing I can do about it. So one thing that miss ice did two episodes ago was disagree with me. A few times. Yeah, what was that regarding? Well, I don't remember. But I listened. I listened, but I forgot. So. <laughs> yeah, well, she does it all the time. And and but I was going to say I appreciate that because yeah. And actually, Sarah does too. She was talking about you know I really appreciate that Miss Ice disagrees with me. And I'm like, yeah, I do too because I don't want people just to agree with me just because. And, and I know that I can be very influential because I speak emphatically, and that's fine. But I want people to go. Well, hold on a second here. Like yeah. you may be on the right track, but have you considered this? No, actually I haven't. Thank you. You know, I'm, you've anyway. done that to me before you helped me see another side of an argument that I hadn't looked at before. And I think that's a really cool thing to do and it's important. And, and that's what I appreciate that you just did right now was to say, yes, you're all right. There's no way we're going to change people. Things are more complicated than they should be. And, and simple statements no. like this get cast out all the time and nobody really digs into them. And so we all go, Oh, well, if I could just love myself, I'll be fine. And then they go into life and life happens. And then they are like, why aren't I loving myself? I suck. And then it gets worse. And now all of a sudden, like you hate yourself, even though you didn't used to. But now that you know that you should love yourself, now you hate yourself because you can't match up to it. And then you're down this dark, horrible path and you start watching like, I don't know, vampire diaries or something like that. (laughs) Sorry, Justina, that was for you. That was for you. I'm totally kidding. I want to dig into these topics to say it's a simple statement, but yes, it's more complicated. And so we need to work through it sometimes and talk through yeah. it. But uh, one thing we don't need to talk through or work through is fall and how awesome fall is. We can all, well, some of us, not everybody likes fall, but m- many of no. us can agree that fall is beautiful. It's a good time. The, the leaves colder, are changing. the better. Well, I see. I don't agree with that personally, but yes. good for you. I know you don't. No, I'm, I'm glad you yeah. like that. I know other people that do. I'm really enjoying this cold, dreary weather. I just yeah. can't tell you. We were up in Estes Park to see the leaves changing, which was just, oh, so great. You know, up in the mountains right now, it's perfect. You know, down a little lower, not quite yet. There's a great place up there. 
for breakfast and they have an apple pie waffle apple pie strudel uh, waffle and stop. It's, it's all homemade and uh complete with scrambled eggs and bacon and oh my gosh, oh was, yeah uh, and and their coffee's really good too it's just so good uh, uh, yeah i just wanted to share that it's yeah uh and sarah was like i'm gonna bake pumpkin muffins and cookies and i'm like oh and awesome. so the keep, smell keep throwing these visuals uh, out there the smell of pumpkin wafting sensory. through the oh my gosh yeah yeah and then we decorated for fall we put all of our you know cool decorations up and you know our, our front porch has all the orange lights and the black light so it looks you know halloweeny yeah it's fun and but oh the smell of pumpkin oh my gosh it's just it's so good dude it's yeah. so nice i just, love just fall. bringing this stuff up brian is making all the people listening who hate fall a little more comfortable with it <laughs> <laughs> i was not expecting that <laughs> oh my gosh yeah october is definitely one of my favorite months pretty much from october 1st through like january 2nd or 3rd is just beautiful time of year for me and then it's like all right it's winter let's move to hawaii i just wanted to share that i'm very excited about fall totally nerding out about fall and i was talking with sheer terror and she was like we should do a fall type episode like a fall nerd out episode you know the feels of fall and talk about all of our favorite traditions and yes we'll even bring in harry potter and some of the other fun things that we have and i thought that would be so much fun we'll just be drinking and eating all these great fall things like those muffins that yeah miss light made miss light brought up yeah. Dude, they were so good and they were made with a new sweetener by the way i think it's called urethritol is that what it, is that sound familiar to you urethritol what that sounds like a <laughs> urologist uh prescription uh, yeah no urethritol <laughs> yeah i was waiting for the mike comment there hey mike shout out um, oh yeah so it i don't know if that's exactly what it's called but uh, it could be a wrong Anyway, it's a type of sweetener that apparently is natural like stevia, but same kind of thing doesn't create any insulinemic response, blah, blah, blah. I don't like the aftertaste of stevia at all. Not my favorite thing in the world, but this stuff, I could not taste an aftertaste. It tasted like honey. Beautiful. Glorious. That was the only quote sweetener in it. And these were moist, glorious pumpkin chocolate chip muffins. Well, I guess there was some sugar and chocolate chips. So dang real canned pumpkin. Okay, just yeah, I'm nerding out about fall. Oh, dude! So this weekend, Brian and I got back into Guild Wars Two, and it's been months since we played Guild Wars Two. Yeah, and uh, I had totally forgotten what a fantastic game that was. And beautiful, beautiful, yeah, engaging. The story's fantastic. Yeah, so that's really all I'm nerding about about right now. Oh, I've been playing a lot of RTS games, like real time strategy oh, yeah. games, a yeah. lot lately, like nice. old. Warhammer 40k, Dawn of War. Oh, nice. And uh, Star Wars, Empire at War, Gold oh, yeah. Edition, stuff fun. like that. You know, cool. So, yeah, you know, it's funny because I've been playing Guild Wars with Johnny Pistol Shot and Seven Blue Seven, the original Guild, Guild Wars. Wars One. Yeah. yeah, going back and, you know, Seven has never seen it. Plus, I'd never actually, we never played all of it. We played most of it and then we moved on to the, you know, another game years. This was 10, 13 years ago. I don't even know how oh, long it's been. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so I'm like, well, I never finished up Nightfall, which was one of the expansions. And, uh, pretty much all of the expansions I never finished. So I thought mm-hmm. I really want to finish these. I want to see the story. And I mean, the story in that game was just phenomenal and it really is fun to go back and play. And especially around Halloween and Christmas, they have these great festivals in both guild wars one and guild wars two. They really, really do it all up for Halloween and Christmas It's so much fun. Guild wars two. I Johnny pistol shot and you and I just were like, we got to take a break and we didn't, I, I can't remember. It was early winter. The last time we played that game, and it's okay. That's yeah. one of those games that never ends. 
They just keep adding new content. There's always something to do in that game, but sometimes you just got to take a break from that game, which is totally fine. And usually I come back in October and I play through January and then we usually quit again until October sure. again, you know, which is great because then there's new yeah. content, but we got but to at finish least when up. you come back to it, you enjoy it. Exactly. And we got to finish up the path of fire expansion story, which was, oh man, just going through that again with you was phenomenal. It's just such a oh, great, great storyline. Well, they brought that story writer back from the first game mm-hmm. who's been writing the story for that game. And it's, it's amazing. I mean, it's like, it's like playing a movie. Playing a novel. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. That's really good, dude. Speaking of great stories, I'm still watching The Last Ship. It's still absolutely amazing. Great show. And I wanted to review Predator really quickly. We never Please do. I haven't seen it. Okay. Well, I'll try not to spoil much. I've seen the original Predator now, which I had seen it a long time ago. I do remember now, but going back and refreshing was good. Haven't finished Predator 2. Have still not seen Alien versus Predator or Predators yet. But, you know, this was based more off of a continuation of predator and predator two. So they, they didn't discount predators and alien versus predator, but they really didn't talk about it either. I really liked it. I didn't grow up with the original predator, you know, having seen the original predator as an adult versus, you know, when I was younger, it feels dated to me, even though you guys were all saying it didn't age. And, and yeah. my thought was as well, you guys all grew up with it and I didn't. So I'm wondering if that's a bit of a perspective now, granted there, there were some things in the original predator that definitely have aged gracefully in the sense of that very unique, very clever, a lot of really cool things in there. You don't see that anymore. And so in my ways, in my opinion, I was like, and yeah, it still holds up in that sense. But mm-hmm. you know, one of the things in the eighties that was hilarious eighties and nineties was that everybody was like all about machine guns. You know, nowadays it's all about one shots, you know, like a pistol, boom, shot him in the head. You know, back then it's like, let's unload a clip and we still didn't even hit the guy. So that's one thing that's very dated. Of course, some of the, uh, the, the commentary and some of the the language that they said, you know, you're not allowed to say that anymore if you know what I mean. So that was dated ironically. Yeah. Yeah. Ironically, all that to be said, you know, I loved the original predator. One thing that I will say is that in the original predator, you've got this moment at the end you know with arnold trying to figure out how to beat the predator with only the tools in the forest he's <laughs> yeah that was awesome that was clever that was showing the resourcefulness of somebody rather than just you know up oh, we're done that's the yeah, one thing blazing away exactly and that's the one thing that they failed in my opinion with this movie the main uh, protagonist is a sniper and i guess he's really good sniper And one of the things we were talking about at the end of the movie is that they could have easily utilized his sniper skills same way that they did with the original predator with, you know, okay, backs against the wall. Our conventional weapons aren't working. What are we going to do? And this guy finds a way to, you know, let's just say grab like a piece of the predators technology and make a makeshift sniper rifle and kill him that way or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It could have been really clever really well done that is or he could have used this sniper rifle like to do some kind of a uh, uh, what do you call it a um a rube goldberg type of thing or who knows sure <laughs> <You> know? <laughs> yeah and and they, they didn't do that it was cool like oh that's awesome and then it was like oh that's kind of cheesy at the same time like that was a cop you out. mean you mean to tell me brian that some writers in hollywood 
<laughs> failed to write creatively again. Come on, dude. What if- I know. No, I, I'm not. I'm done. I don't believe <laughs> Never you Never going to see all. another movie again. I don't believe you. It, that can't be true. <laughs> what I'm going to say is this. I am now because of, again, having just watched Predator and seeing creative writing and then coming and seeing, you know, the new Predator. You're right. There is a huge reliance in Hollywood on eye candy, special effects and action and basically a very low emphasis on creative story writing and intelligence. Yeah. And you've been saying that and I know that, but it was very interesting to compare it so closely with the same type of movie back to back. And you're Uh just like, yeah. And granted uh, the writing was not terrible because it was so funny. Everyone's like, Oh my gosh, there were the cheesiest lines. I'm like, did you not remember Arnold's line? Stick around. (laughs) Come on, stick around. Yeah, but that was his thing. Come on, Arnold. Every movie he was in, he had to say something like that. Well, they did that that. this time, too, and it was funny. And everyone's like, that was lazy. I'm like, dude, what do you think they've been doing since the 80s? So I thought that was funny. There was a lot of humor in it. I thought it was great. The acting was, you know, it was decent. It wasn't amazing, but neither was it in the first movie either. So, I mean, you know, it's what it is. I liked it. I liked the new one. I liked the pacing a lot. The uh, I know you had a concern with the kid that was in the movie, and I know you brought it up on the just, show. Just based on the preview. Yeah, they utilized oh. him, in my opinion, extremely well. It was okay, surprising. And actually, I thought he was kind of the star of the movie. You so. know, eventually I will see this movie when it comes out on Netflix, and I'll let you know what I think. I probably won't see it in the theater, although my wife is actually... A, an interest in going mm-hmm. so you never know maybe this weekend we'll go see predator i don't know i am looking forward whether it's sooner or later to comparing it the way you've been able to compare it to the original so yeah i'm kind of waiting for them to someday attempt to remake the alien franchise and oh, i mean man. once once ridley scott has finally died <laughs> and he stops trying to make these really poorly written alien sequels like he has been the last few years i'm Wondering if some, some, well, no, I'm not wondering. I'm waiting for somebody to remake that franchise, like remake Alien. It's been, it's been long enough. Somebody's going to try it eventually. I I'm really just hope waiting to see how badly they screw it up. Yeah, I really hope they don't. I, I think that, you know, if you're going to do another Alien movie, do it in a way that's a continuation, but do it in the way like they've done with the Fast and the Furious, for example, where, you know, the first one was classic, second one was really cheesy, third one was, yeah. Fourth one was like, let's reinvent the, you know, the series and it's okay. And the fifth one was phenomenal and it's just been good since. Mm. So they didn't reboot it. They continued it, but they sort of reimagined it, you know, reinvented a little bit. And I really liked that. And so if they can do something like that, by all means. Yeah. Going to try and be cautiously optimistic. Yeah, that's right. There's just a fun, cheesy movie I want to see because again, it's fall. And I know that this, this movie revolves around fall and that is the house with the clock in its walls. It's a PG Probably, you know, kind of a cheesy little book movie, but you know what? It's fun and it's going to, it's got Jack Black in it. So whatever, um, <laughs> Venom's coming out. I'm still torn on that one. I'm not sure just because of the way they present it, but I bet it'll be fun to see interest. So November, we've got the new fantastic beasts movie crimes of Grindelwald. And we are going to have an episode on that where we're going to be definitely reviewing it, talking a little bit about it. I know green butterfly wants to come on. Sheer terror wants to come on. We want to, you know, really get into that lore a little bit and have some fun with it. So That I'm looking forward to, of course, the new and I know this is going to be something that Sarah wants to see as well, but I'm really interested in seeing the new Nutcracker movie because it's a live action retelling of the Nutcracker, which I love the musical. 
I guess it's more of a, a ballet symphony, isn't it? Cause they really, it's a ballet. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious to see what they do with this. I'm, I'm not expecting it to be the are main gonna, story. Are they going to go all action thriller on us with well, it? Or, I think so. That so, seems like what Hollywood would do to something like that. Yeah. How do we make the nutcracker a presentable gore. and, and to, to <laughs> presentable to modern audiences who we yeah. absolutely are convinced have no IQ? Well, action see, that's thriller. okay. It could be terrible. It could be, <laughs> it could be absolutely horrible, but I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm holding my breath. I just love the story. So it's like, if you can keep it similar, it'll be amazing. And if you can bring I love, in the music, oh. I love how nutcrackers are, how utilitarian they are with opening walnuts. That's true. And doing yeah. other things. But I will say this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do want to see Ralph breaks the internet. If you've never seen Wreck-It Ralph and you're a gamer, you're missing out. I don't watch. I very, haven't seen it and I must be missing out. Yeah, I don't know what even what it is. Check it out, man. First of all, it's animated. I'm not a huge animated fan anymore. Sorry, spider pan. I know uh, I just don't enjoy them to me. They're too overdone nowadays. I love old animated wreck it. Ralph was like four gamers. It was great. So it's like, how do you fun. spell it? Wreck it. Ralph wreck it. like wreck get into a wreck and then W R it's not, it's not gamer wreck like R E K T or anything. No, no, like no. That. It's W R E C K it Ralph. And then this is the sequel coming out. So uh, there's a new Robin Hood movie coming out, which I'm kind of interested in. I don't know if it's going to be any good or not, but I'm, I'm fascinated. The others, and this is what I'm excited about in, in December is, yeah, I want to see the new Spider-Man. Sure. Just because I enjoy it. Bumblebee, Aquaman, and Alita Battle Angel. Mm, yes. And I am excited about those movies. Good. And maybe we should do more movie reviews because guess what? Apparently Rotten Tomatoes is now going to start paying attention to people who have opinions on movies. So podcasts, blogs, video, etc. Really? So if we start doing, you know, weekly movie review or you know, maybe not weekly, but regular movie <laughs> review episodes when we go see one and really just dig into it, we may have Rotten Tomatoes ears. That's or- weird. Why would Rotten Tomatoes do that? People look towards them for just a baseline opinion about a movie they're they're kind of like an Sounds online like cisco and ebert i think they're trying to diversify their opinions a little bit huh because opinions are i mean everyone's got one and and you know it's they're too subjective by nature well, so but what they're looking for is to say that if i hate this movie here's why so and they have points to present yeah. so or if i love this movie here's why so maybe this is an objective reason that i love or hate this movie or maybe here's and i'll be honest here's a subjective reason that I didn't like it because I don't like that type of thing, for example. So it's not to say that it's a bad movie. It's to say that people like me who may have that sensitivity may not like it. That'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I, yeah. I, I'm fascinated by the fact that they would even bother. So cool. I, yeah. Well, we'll see what happens, but maybe it's time for us to, you know, kick it in gear a little bit. Boom. Booyah. Well, you know, we're talking about doing this movie review episode, you know, and I wanted to apologize because I know back in, what was it? July and August, I was talking about adding some, episodes as a test in September and unfortunately due to a multitude of reasons. I mean, multitude things out of my control, etc. It just hasn't been possible. So I'm sad by that, but you know what? I'd rather do it right than try to do something half hearted or half right in that sense. So we you know with the movie yeah. reviews, one thing I've decided is I'm not going to promise to do a weekly movie review episode because there may not be a movie that's worth seeing for three or four weeks. So what I've decided is that I am more than happy if you're interested in this and if anyone else wants to do it too, co-host it with me, go see a movie. We'll do a, a 
awesome review on it, you know, 15 to 30 minutes probably, and then um, have an extra episode. But if there's a movie every week, great. If there's not, great. It'll just be bonus episodes that we'll have in addition to our normal Friday episodes. But I'd like to do more detail on that, you know, than what we typically do here on a Friday. And some of the other ideas I'm still kind of mulling over because, uh, you know, the more I thought about it and the more that the, the, like I said, the resources and the things outside of my control just weren't all coming together, the more I said, oh, okay, let's just hold off until it's right and then we'll figure it out. So I wanted to apologize for that, but at the same time, let you know that, hey, we're still moving. And still we're, trucking. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Convoy. That's right. Convoy. That's right. Speaking of convoy, I was, I was hoping that you might, uh, you know, on Steam, you might get that, that Euro truck simulator or that one of the American truck single, s- simulators. We, you and I could just drive trucks. Heck, fire, Smokey. I think what, that's a fine that? idea. You want to do that? 10-4, buddy. All right. So you and I are going to go drive trucks for the next four hours, you know, just playing some games, having a good time. So um, yeah. I called you Smokey. That means you're a cop. Uh, I, I ain't no Smokey. <laughs> and I... You know, you know what the music means, man. I tell <laughs> sure you, what, do. I tell you what. Thank you for being on the Daggum Show. Well, you're pretty mighty welcome there, Mister Big Brian. Well, appreciate Real it, Brian, sir. Now, don't forget, you got to go down to realbrianshow.com to get all them links and all them things. And thanks, uh, you know, to Emily Miss Eyes for you know doing all that good stuff. So, I'm gonna get some uh, pig skins and uh, actually, I don't even know what I'm talking about. So, have a great day, Real Brian Show signing off. Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.